Welcome to episode number 86 of the Know Your Role podcast. I'm Chunkowski with my co-host. Ryan, a.k.a. Tobias, a.k.a. I miss football. Everyone misses football. I miss it so much. Last weekend was the first weekend without football. I didn't know what to do with my hands. I don't don't know what to do. I'm going to... I always say I'm going to start reading more. I don't end up reading more, but I'm <laughs> going to try to start reading more. I don't know how to read. Um, yeah, um, I did uh, get God of War. I, I hear great things about that game, so nice. I, I think I'm a. I think I'm gonna get into that. But did they come out I with a game football. for the PS5? No. So basically, if you have PS Plus, it's free gotcha. um, from the PS4. So I've never played it, but you know, I always hear reviews and how good it is. So. That's, that's going to be my new hobby, I guess, until football starts. Yeah, I feel like, did you play any of the Assassin's Creeds? Yep, yeah. No, I've no. never played a second, so I, I don't have the attention Those types, span. Yeah, we talked about this. Those are my types of games. Like, yeah. I, I can't play COD or anything like that. I like, <laughs> I'm really into movies. Yeah, I'm really into movies, so I like video games that are basically like a movie. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I don't ever go to mm-hmm. the movies. I have really short attention spans. I don't even watch, like, TV shows. Everyone's like, oh, you need to watch this one. No. I mean, I've watched, like, You're Breaking good. Bad. Yeah. Oh, but, I'm surprised you stuck with that. Yeah. No, like, that's a good, like, that stuff interests me, you know, like, but I'm I'm more of, like, I'm going to watch a documentary type guy. Okay. Yeah, you just want to be in and out. You're not trying to put in. The Night Stalker? Three. Yeah, I watched that. Watch that. That was, that was cool. Uh, okay. Unabomber. The, it's called yep. Manhunt. They have, mm-hmm. it's an eight- episode docuseries on the Unabomber. They also have one on the uh, Olympic bombing. In a, oh, my God. So good. That's the type of shit I love. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, you are you like the history. You're you're into modern nerd. history. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's go from nerd to sports. You know, that's what we do a little <laughs> bit better here. Um, let's talk about the NBA. I mean, nothing's really too – like, nothing crazy is going on. It's – the typical NBA regular season, no one really pays attention to it. A lot of people sitting out. Obviously, this is different due to COVID, but uh, one of the most disappointing teams, Boston Celtics. They have all this talent, yeah. and they're sitting at 14-14 and 14 right now. And we do know that they've had a lot of injuries. Brown was out for a while. Smart's been out. Kemba was out to start the year, but, you know, everyone expected better. Yeah, they do not look good. They're they're very mediocre, and if they don't make a move or something, it's I feel I feel like it's a wasted season. Um, and I hate to say it because I've always been a fan, but your boy is washed up. Kemba Walker, he's done. The, the injuries have taken their toll, um, and it's it, it's kind of expected for smaller guards like that. I, I mean, he's five ten on his best day, and um, just Same the with wear and <laughs> Just the wear and tear <laughs> of playing in the NBA at that size, it really it really adds up. So um, I feel like his knee just isn't good and it probably won't ever be good. And he just – he makes a ton of money and it's providing nothing for them. Yeah, like he was out at the beginning of the year and it just – he. here's the thing with Kemba. He, he's like streaky as we've all seen like from the UConn days to – uh, him in the NBA with Charlotte, now Boston. He's always been really streaky. He's just he hasn't caught fire at all. Not at all. He's just throwing up bricks, and you know his game is predicated on quickness. And 
you know, when a guy has a, like a knee injury and they rest, you know, for two weeks, we'll say, they're not fine when they come back. Like they're just, they're just good. They're in less pain and good enough to play. Yeah. Um. It, so I don't think he's right. I think he's probably going to need surgery on his knee. And uh, yeah, they they just they're not good. It's it's weird too because like he's like a smaller. I'm I'm not going to say like in terms of how they play wise, but like injuries wise, Russell Westbrook like mm-hmm. their knees yeah. and their the team isn't as good with them on the court. Like I know no. they've been on a little bit of a winning streak, but uh, um, yeah, Washington's not good at all. No, they stay. What what do they don't they have like two wins with him on the court? Three wins? I think so. Yeah, it's bad. And he's so, putting up triple doubles. Ooh, right. And that just shows you stats. You got to watch the games. Like that. That's really the really the key. Um, so like last night, I've watched every minute of every Warriors game this year. I have league pass. And um, Steph Curry had his worst game of the night last night. And they somehow came back and, you know, he made big shots at the end. And, uh, you know, it just, it just goes to show if you, if you just looked at his stat line, you would have been like, wow, like he did nothing. But, you know, he hit two big threes in overtime, I think, in the fourth quarter. So, you know, you obviously can't watch every game, but that's just the biggest thing is you can't just read stat sheets and box scores. And that's what everyone does half the time. Exactly. We're all guilty of it. Opinions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And then they tweet opinions. It's like, oh, you didn't watch the game. Yeah. And to go from, I know we sort of like stopped talking about the Celtics, but yeah. I mean, is there a way that they fix it? I don't think so. Unless they make a trade. Is there I someone you, just would, not that good. you would want them to go for? Um, I, I mean, I guess Andre Drummond would help. Because they don't really have a big man. That's been their their main problem is, you know, Tice is okay, but he's pretty much their only big. And then Tristan Thompson's been a disappointment. So I, I guess if the Cavs end up buying out Andre Drummond, but I think they're trying to trade him, he could help. He could help a couple of teams. But, um, no. I, and I don't think, no matter what they do, unless they, they get someone I'm not thinking of, they can beat the, the Nets or Philly. So, um I feel like it's just another wasted year, Taylor and Brown. Yeah, and I, I haven't been paying attention. You know, maybe like a I, – I don't know. Has Sacramento been good this year? I haven't really been paying no, attention. No, no, they're not What good. about Rashawn Holmes? He's been playing pretty decent. Yeah, he, he could help. He's one of those guys that's going to be on like 15 NBA teams because <laughs> he's, he's a solid player but just always – tradable yep. um so i kind of feel for him <laughs> but, uh, yeah he could he could definitely yeah um all right so from a disappointing team let's go to the team that's kind of shocking the nba right now utah jazz mm-hmm. they're like number yeah. one in all the power rankings currently <laughs> right and they, they look unstoppable and you know I, I, i'm i'm kind of pausing on them because it's the regular season, and I, I, once the playoffs start, it's about stars. You know, there's games where role players step up, but it's about stars. And I don't think that really good players beat stars. Like, I, I wouldn't. I'm not picking them over the Lakers. You know, <laughs> or you know. So that, um, that right does now, depend though on Anthony Davis's health. That's huge. That is huge. If Anthony Davis isn't healthy or playing, the Lakers are not winning. They need it. Period. They wouldn't make um, it. I, they might make it around, but probably not. To be honest, the West is yeah, the West. It depends who they play. Like if they played like the Clippers without Anthony Davis, I would pick the Clippers to beat them. Easy. Um, 
So that that's the, the whole season hinges on Anthony Davis Achilles. You know, <laughs> it's eerily similar to uh, KD. You know, where it wasn't really the Achilles; it's the calf, and then he's fine, and then you know, they rush should happen. Back. But yeah, so the, I mean, they said he was fine, then AD got hurt, and now he's sitting again. So that's really you know the, the key to the entire year. That's a good point. I mean, here here's the thing with the Jazz. I feel like they started going off after Shaq started talking shit about Rudy Gobert. Does that, like, that's what it right. seems Shaq, like. He accomplished what he was trying to, you know? Shaq, what, see, the thing is, like, Charles Barkley legit hates basketball. Shaq, he was just, like, kind of kidding around with Donovan Mitchell. And Donovan Mitchell, like, kind of took it too, like, too personal to me. But I get I will be annoyed, too. Um, but the, the Jazz right now really remind me of the Spurs when they were – really good we're like just random ass dudes we're making we're, everything Patty random mills ass white and, dudes <laughs> yeah patty mills and like tiago splitter was like a good role player like that's what they reminded me of um oh, and like jordan clarkson is gonna be the sixth man of the year so everything is going right for them right now and, and michael conley is really being who i thought he was prior to last year he, he wasn't himself so um they look good but again i'm, I'm going with the stars i feel like that Michael Conley is the one person, like, he's so underrated. I feel like if there was one person, like, most NBA fans would want to see win a ring randomly, it'd be Michael Conley. Yeah, he's really likable. Um, like you said, his entire career he's been underrated because he was, you know, in the, on the West, in the West, on the Grizzlies. I mean, they were always good, but he was never going to be an all-star because of the, the West guard. But, um, yeah, just a really likable guy. And, and I, I definitely would root for him. And I love Donovan Mitchell. so. Um, I wouldn't mind the Jazz getting a ring. You know, dabble in a little Ingles and uh, Bogdanovich. Mm-hmm. They're yeah, shooters. I mean, they're shooters. Yeah, they, got shoot, like, they got their team is really good, but it would just be really hard. Like when you need a bucket, okay. If Donovan Mitchell's not going, like who do you go to? I mean, Bogdanovich. Like I don't, I don't know. Like uh, I'm just, I'm skeptical. It's, yeah, I mean, from what you said, if Mitchell's not going. From what I can see, it's Clarkson. Yeah, Clarkson. He's going to be the but one. Are, are you really going to depend on Jordan Clarkson in the playoffs? Like, nah. <laughs> like <'Cause> I... <laughs> I'm going to have Devin Booker bring uh, Kendall, and he's going to be distracted because you be like, God damn, Devin Booker's now hitting it. Right. There you go. And that's what Devin yeah, Booker did to Ben Simmons. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Uh, anything else you want to talk about jazz-wise? No, no, just. Keep it up. They get that one seed. All right. And then now, like, another thing in the NBA, LeBron flops. Everyone flops. <laughs> but LeBron got – did he get warned or fined? What was it? I think warned. He, yeah, and he got Kuzma. warned. Yep. And it was really funny because, like, the NBA has a weird stance when it comes to flopping. They take the people that flop the entire time or continuously draw fouls, like Harden, nothing. LeBron, yeah, he does flop, but he actually got the warning, which is, like, weird because usually you don't see the star well, players being warned. Yeah, they just pick and choose. They don't have anything cut and dry on the flop rule. They don't find people like they should. Like, I've been really paying attention to Trey Young this yep. year. He's just a disgusting flopper. Like, I hate watching him play basketball. You know, the him and yesterday. Harden, they, bro, it was crazy. They don't play basketball with the intent to score. They play basketball with the intent to fool the ref and to call in a foul. 
And it's just terrible for the game. It's awful to watch. And um, I just, I just hate watching it. Would you, okay. Would you rather have flopping like it is now, or would you rather have like the hack a shack, hack a Dwight? What would I, I you rather minded. I never minded Hack-A-Shack or Hack-A-Dwight. I know a lot of people hated it. And they're like, that's not basketball. Well, make your free throws. That's what I always said. Like, well, it's the easiest thing in the game to do. Like, make your free throws or take them out the game. I don't I don't care. Like, work on your game. <laughs> I, never, I never minded that because I just feel like there's no excuse to not be a competent free throw shooter. Especially in the NBA. And it it's literally a job. shot that's not being contested at all. Bro, it's not contested. It's you know the the rim is ten feet high and you are fifteen feet away from the basket at that free throw. <laughs> you know that. Don't it's not changing. It's never changing. Ten feet high, fifteen feet away. You literally go for thirty minutes in the gym. How many shots can you get up? Bro. Like a couple hundred? Hundred. Yeah. Hundred. Do that every day. I get it's 30 all minutes. repetition and confidence. That's yeah. all it is. And the more you do something, the more confident you get in it. It's that simple. So um, I, that never bothered me. So the flopping is what pisses me off more because I feel like a free the best free points, bro. Like just it's all about focus and repetition. That's all. Mm-hmm. And they're getting plenty of uh, repetition. Right. All right. Anything else you want to talk about NBA wise? Nah, man, just go Warriors. We're, we're battling right now. Ubre's coming around, so I'm I'm excited. Top four seed in the West. Oh, yo, shout to the Suns. We got to shout the Suns out. They're good. Yes, My sir. only complaint is they they have no idea how to use DeAndre Ayton. He's going to waste. It's, it's annoying me, but whatever. They're winning games. Yeah, I mean. Like, he should be way more effective and be way more involved. Like, he's just not. They got him, like, setting screens and shooting jumpers and shit. Like, I don't know. I just had higher expectations and hopes for him. Yeah, I think they're still trying to figure it out with him. Um, I would love to see more CP3 in pick and rolls. Right. Like, I don't I don't get it. He's I feel like they're kind of just, like, taking turns. Because, like, like, Devin Booker, he, he's been good, but not, like, as good as I expected. I don't know. And then, you know, like, I like Bridges. You know, he's really good. I don't um, know. They just they got, a really, they got a really good team. But I don't Jay know. Crowder. I just, I want, Jay Crowder. I just wanted more. I want more out of Aiden. I just feel like he should be dominating. He had that one stretch. Like, people were like, what's wrong with Aiden? And then he had like a three, four game stretch where he was dominant, putting up close to 2020s. And then, I mean, you don't see those stats. And a lot of, yeah, and a lot of with him, I feel like his motor, which we kind of questioned coming out of college. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. You got to. You, you gotta be mean. Like you gotta want to, you know, grab every rebound and you know punish people in the in the paint. So I don't know. Uh, we'll see. I, I think he'll come around, but um, they're really good. So yeah, I think it's weird seeing the Suns be a defensive team, especially all those years yeah. of the seven, seven seconds or less. And right. I mean, I love I love it. I love me some Suns basketball. I love Monty. He's making this team good. Yeah. All right. Coach of the year. Oh, Oh, hundred percent. Especially if they could somehow sneak a top three seed, if they actually, you know, who knows? The, I think they'll definitely be yeah. a top five. They should be. I think the the best teams are the Jazz, the Lakers, and I could see them being three to five easily. Yeah, I think that's their yeah. ceilings three. I would say floors five or six. All right. Yeah, I agree. Let's go to baseball. You know, the one 
random time every once in a couple months we talk about baseball. Fernando Tatis Jr., 14-year mega deal worth like $340 million. That's a lot. It is a lot. And I still feel like he kind of got <laughs> like the short ends of the stick. We're kind of desensitized to the numbers, but just annually, it's not that much as far as baseball goes. And like, I don't think he has any opt-outs in the, in the deal. Um, I don't know. I just don't believe in signing a contract that long if you're doing anything in life, you know, if you're negotiating a deal, especially when, but like, especially when you know, you don't know, but you can pretty much guarantee that the salaries are going to increase over time. Like there's going to be like a $500 million contract in 10 years. I'm willing to bet, you know, the next guy that comes up and then he's going to, I don't know. He, I feel like his contract's not going to look as big. And um, I feel like he should have signed like a, say an eight year deal. I mean, he'd still be under 30. I think, I think he's like 20, 21 years old or something. Yeah, he's um, young. So it's kind of a, you want that security, but at the same time, like the baseball money is outrageous. Like I think he should have signed a shorter deal. And like, when you talk about baseball money being ridiculous, the it's weird to see that the face of football and Patrick Mahomes is making more money than I'm going to go ahead and say he's the face of baseball. I think he's overtaken trout. Um, Mm -hmm. now trout's still probably a better player, but I think right now with, I think the MLB is trying to sort of focus on Tatis a little more. I think they're marketing him a little bit better than they ever did with trout. Like, uh, I think also trout's career has been wasted in LA because they just have done nothing. Uh, but I think, I think they're starting to learn like, Hey, we need to market our players a little bit better. He's going to be on MLB, the show cover, which is actually also coming to Xbox this year, which I'm going back to video games. So I'm excited about that. I don't have to buy a PS five. Um, <laughs> but I don't, I just think 14 years, 34, like it's, it's weird to see that an NFL contract is going to be higher than a baseball contract. Right. And NBA too, like annually, the money just, it's, it's not that good. Um, but obviously I'm happy for him and, you know, the Padres are up, an up and coming team. So, um, you know, it just comes down to, I think, wanting security and just, he knows he has that money no matter what. Sometimes. Oh, isn't it fully guaranteed? Predicting. What'd you, what'd you say? Isn't it fully guaranteed? Yeah, that's what I mean. He knows, you know, he has that no, no matter what. So, um. I, I get that point of view, but sometimes I feel like you kind of got to bet on yourself and uh, you might end up, you know, with even more. It's true. I mean, especially with his potential, but again, right. 340 million. Yeah, I'll take right. it. There's nothing to scoff at. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah. I, I just think they got to continue building baseball around him and Tim Anderson. And I think the baseball is so easy. It, it's just, it's a no brainer. I don't get, this league is just poorly run. Like how no one knows who the hell Tim Anderson is. Mm-hmm. Like how, how is that possible? Like, <laughs> so, I mean, and I feel like Mookie Betts is just kind of being known and he's been great. He's played on into on two of the biggest teams. You know, he was on the Boston Red Sox and like no one cared. You know what I mean? Now he's on the Dodgers. You know, he, he's being noticed. He had, he was great in the playoffs. So, you know, but it's just like, it, they should be marketing 
like you said, Tatis, he has cool hair. He looks cool. You know, that that has a lot to do with it. You know, you got to look cool. Like, Mike Trout just looks like a regular dude, unfortunately. Like, most people wouldn't even know what he looked like if you walked down the street. I'm so just like saying, Tatis, remember the hair plugs days? <laughs> <laughs> right. So, like, Tatis, I mean, Tim Anderson's a black dude that's really good playing in Chicago. Like, I mean, it, 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 the shit's not rocket science. You know, play play up to, you know, these, these guys. I also okay. Now here's here's the thing. Compared the main difference I see between Mike Trout and Fernando Tatis is Tatis is an infielder. Mm-hmm. So like yeah, Mike Trout would have those plays where he would go and rob a home run, and it would be crazy athletic because he's up over his armpits, like reaching over the fence. But I feel like as an infielder, you get a, you get more just TV time and people notice you more not exactly when you're hitting so i think that's easier to market as well yeah that, that's definitely part of it mike trout he hits a ton of home runs and like everybody loves home runs like, that's the most exciting play in sports so i don't know i just think he's been on a shitty team for a while that definitely doesn't help and then my bad i thought it hung up and then um he uh yeah just being on the a's just that 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 definitely did not help. No. All right, that's good enough for baseball. <laughs> we'll go yeah, back into that it. Was like, too, that was actually too long. But it's it's a good topic though. Like they actually had something worth talking about. It's crazy. Um, let's go to the NFL. Houston Texans. They've released JJ Watt, which is like weird to think about because he's been. He was like the Aaron Donald before Aaron Donald, just super dominant. Mm-hmm. Nobody could stop him. Injuries kind of hit him in like towards the middle end of his career at Houston, but he was still pretty. I mean, I would say he was still really good these last couple of years. Um, yeah, he can still play. Yeah, where do you think he ends up going? So I think uh, okay. So maybe the Colts. I don't know for some reason I could see him going there. Just to get I back to Houston. Yeah, you play them twice a year, and they're really good. Um, I could see him going to Green Bay. Um, that makes a lot of sense, but it's not necessarily a need for them. So I don't know if they, they'd really want to, uh, you know, stick their head out the window for him. But I think Green Bay will be a, a nice fit. Yeah, especially because he went to Wisconsin. So Right, that's the main reason I'm saying that. They're good already, and that's where they're from. They're from Wisconsin, the Watts. Yeah, if he, I would say if he wants, like, tie into his college days obviously green bay if he wants the family ties i mean you you know pittsburgh right triple so, yeah i mean it makes a lot of sense you know but i don't uh, i hate to say it i don't think the steelers are going to be very good next year you know they could surprise me they could be a they wouldn't surprise me if they made the playoffs it would not surprise me if they did um and then on top of that you know, he's made a lot of money, but, I mean, how much of a pay cut are you willing to take to play with your brother? You know, there, there's a there's a limit to what you'll play for, you know, still NFL football. So, um, I, probably I like see a, it, but I feel like that's a long shot. Yeah, I would say that's probably like a last year in the NFL type of move. Right, exactly. Like, last leg, like, I just want to play with my brother, TJ. and um, But I feel like JJ does a lot in the tank. He's just on a shitty team, so. Yeah, I would say... I would agree with you saying the Packers are like number one right now. Um, I don't know. I guess uh, apparently Cleveland, he's been interested in them. Uh, I personally don't see them taking 
a next step. I'm just not a big fan of Baker. Uh, mm-hmm. and I think Cleveland's success lands on the running backs. I agree. So, um, I mean, I could definitely see him going there. Baltimore, but can they really afford to pay him? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, it's actually a really big toss-up, and he, he tweeted, free agency's wild. Right. He's getting all these calls. I mean, he's definitely in high demand. Easy. You know, Seattle could use him. Like, there's a lot of teams that could use him. Yeah, I would say almost every single team besides Houston. Yeah, right. Right, exactly. But he wants to go to a winner. He wants to try and get that chip. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully not Dallas. <laughs> yeah. But I don't think they'll be able to afford him when they if they, no, they No, they can't. All right, uh, and now let's st- let's stay in Houston. Watson, still nothing. They're refusing to trade him. He wants out. Right. What and are they going to do? I don't know. The longer they wait, I feel like the worst position they're in. But at the same time, like they have they they have all the power. So um, I think he's just going to get drawn out all of off season. I don't see it ending anytime soon. I don't really. I don't know. I don't really have anything to add. Yeah, I feel like they if they're going to make the trade, it has to be before the draft. Yeah. So they know yeah. exactly. Right. They wouldn't want to not – because most likely they would take a quarterback because they could go right. Jets, Dolphins, doesn't matter. Um, mm-hmm. Unless they get Tua, but they want to get them in. They want to get them in for rookie minicamp. So That's true. They, so if they don't do something by the draft, then – there's just going to be a standoff, I think, for the year. Holdout season, and then he'll report exactly. week 10, and it will count as an NFL year. <laughs> exactly. It's genius. <laughs> All right. The big news, though. Philadelphia Eagles traded Carson Wentz to the Indianapolis Colts for a third-round pick in 2021 and a conditional second-round pick in 2022 that could possibly be a first-round pick if he plays at least 75% of the snaps as a quarterback or 70% and they make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, bro. The floor is yours. Uh, this, this, is, this, is your, uh, this is your squad. All right. As an NFL fan, I think this is a great move for the NFL. I personally think Wentz with Wright is just a great fit. It seems to work. And he, the, one of the main reasons why I think this is going to work very well and – Indianapolis is now a top three seed in the AFC and could possibly dethrone the Chiefs. Possibly. I'm not going to say it's going to happen. But they have a strong offensive line. They will need to draft a left tackle because I think Costanzo retired. They have Quentin Nelson. They have Braden Smith. They have Ryan Kelly, I think. Uh, Plus, they have Jonathan Taylor as a running back. You saw what he did at the end of the year. He looked really, really good. Uh, they'll most likely try to re-sign T.Y. Hilton. They have, I would say they have pretty decent tight ends when it comes to Trey Burton, uh, Doyle, and Mo Cox, and Michael Pittman. If Paris Campbell could stay healthy, I think that's another, I mean, obviously I'm an Ohio State homer there, but I think he could do extremely well, and I think they just they have a really good defense when they decide to show up. But right. so I think that's good for Indy. I think that makes them a top three seed easily, if not top two in uh, the AFC. It's, it's like Chiefs, Bills, Indy. Chiefs, Bills, Indy. Any any of them can win. For the right. Eagles, 
I say it's it's a it's a win win. It's a win win for both teams. I would just say that. Cause I think Wentz is gonna stay healthy. I think he's gonna play at least seventy five percent of the snaps, and the Eagles are gonna end up getting a first round pick over it. And okay, it's in the late twenties. It's still a first round pick. They have to hit on it. That's the thing. So it's a new era for Philly. It's the Hurts era. Sirianni. We just need Kelly Green uniforms to look forward to this year because it's not going to be a good year. No, absolutely not. So I think this is a great trade for the Colts. Um, they didn't have to – I mean, it'll probably turn into a first-round pick, but it'll probably be a late one, so who cares? Um, and who knows, Wentz might get hurt. That wouldn't shock anyone. So <laughs> uh, then it won't be a first-round pick. Um, so they didn't really give up a lot, in my opinion, for the potential of Carson Wentz. Uh, you know, I don't think he's going to ever be his 2017 self. I feel like a lot of that was luck. Um, I just think, just if you look at his numbers, like the third down conversions and shit, like I just don't think that level of play was sustainable. I think, you know, he, he they just, everything clicked. It was perfect. So I don't think that's possible, but I think you could meet somewhere in the middle where he's just not garbage. Um, so like you said, great offensive line. He doesn't have to be a hero. Just, you know. And don't don't be trash. Be Philip. Be slightly better than Philip Rivers was. That's it. I think that's the thing with Wentz is he's not. He has to not play hero ball, and that's what that's, you, that's what you saw him do for some. It's, he all right. So he did it in 2019, and it worked out very well. Mm-hmm. Like towards the end of the year, I mean, they weren't going against the best of teams, but he played hero ball, picked up Greg Ward as his number one receiver, and they went off. In 2020, he was like, all right, you drafted Hurts. I'm going to do the same thing. And then it it started out great. First half of the year, or the, almost the first half of the first game, should I should say. Eagles were up 17-0 against Washington. And then the offensive line injuries and that beast Washington line just ran train on him and, like, destroyed the Eagles' offense that game. And, like, ever since then, it just went downhill. And it was weird because they started off so good. It didn't make any sense. Right. So I think that's the key is to keep him in structure. Make you know, Now he doesn't have to look over his shoulder. I feel like he was kind of mentally weak. I've said that before. Um, I, I, I guess I kind of get it, but at the same time, I don't. I just feel like a quarterback should have the ultimate confidence and, and their ability and be the ultimate leader. But Especially now when he got with his – Right, you got like they—they've invested in you. They're, it's not like Dak. Like Dak, I could see him being like, "What the fuck's going on?" Like, <laughs> you don't want to give me a contract, and you know, there's like you got paid. They did everything they could, you know. Um, so I, I didn't like that. So I—I I, I think the main thing is keeping him in structure. You know, he can create plays outside of structure sometimes, but run the ball, um, good defense, and uh, he's with his. You know, the coach he had the most success with. So it makes all the sense in the world for the Colts. You know, Philly, it's like they, they had to. It was a toxic relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said to you, I don't think they were going to get a first-rounder just because of how poor he was last year. Um, but, you know, it could be a first-rounder. So I guess it, it could have been worse. Um, and But uh, they're, the Eagles just – they're not – I don't think they're going to be good. I think they should draft a quarterback this year and then have him compete with Jalen Hurts. And then I think they should trade Jalen Hurts. Um, and I think they can get – I mean, they get gave up a second rounder. I feel like he showed enough where you could get a second rounder back maybe a little bit more. So 
Um, that's what I would do if I was the Eagles. Is there a quarterback you think they should take? So I'm high on the top four. So obviously Trevor Lawrence, but he'll be gone. Zach Wilson, who knows? Um, Justin Fields, and I like I like Trey Lance a lot. So I <laughs> Trey Lance a lot. Of, <laughs> any of those four, I feel like is worth the investment. I feel like all four of those guys have elite traits where with proper coaching, they have a high chance of being successful. Um, so I, I don't think you can miss with any of those guys. You know, then once we start to get into like the Max Jones or the Kyle Trask, I, yeah, no, <laughs> I'm hard, hard pass, hard pass. <laughs> and I, I think Mac Jones, well, I'm pretty positive Mac Jones is going to be a first round pick. Um, I'm running away from that. He's, he's, He's got Nathan that Rudolph elite, he, elite no, he, shape, like body shape. Like he's, he wears, he easily has dad shoes. Like just looking at him, he has dad shoes. Right. So I, I think he's Mason Rudolph. Like I'm saying, if you put senior Mason Rudolph at Alabama, just like that, I believe he's going to look exactly like that. Like I, I'm 100% convinced. So I'm not buying him. He's, he's not, that athletic he's just he's just a guy to me um you know he, he had a good season but he's just a guy and I think some team is gonna really rejoin him and be very disappointed you know I think he's like that his ceiling is Andy Dalton like peak Andy Dalton that's what I realistically when's the last time a quarterback like that has succeeded in the NFL it's a good question I don't know like who, who are the who are the quarterbacks that are that are kind of young, that are statues. Like None. they don't exist anymore. You have to be. You got to be an athlete now. You, you got to be able to use your legs. You got to be able to create outside of the the, the play sheet. You, you just you have to. That those days are over. So him, I think Kyle Trask might be a little bit more athletic, but not he's really. Yeah. And, and and I think he's going to be a second round pick, which I don't I don't want him either. So um, if I'm the Eagles, you know they might have to trade up and get a quarterback. I think that should be their their outlook. Um because, you know, the the O line's gonna get healthier and then um you know, they're not as bad, I think, as as they look. They they have talent on the roster, but they gotta they got them they got a new coach, they got a new culture and now they just gotta refigure out the quarterback situation. Yeah. And and I like Jalen Hurts, but I'm not like he shouldn't have competition. Like I'm not a hundred percent sold on him. So um, if they got an opportunity, I think they should get, get a QB. Yeah. I got an idea. Ready for this? Ready. So <laughs> trade down just to piss off all the giants fans. Hysterical. That'd be the, a great move. Like if also if, so the, there's a lot of rumors that the Eagles are going to draft the quarterback at six. So that means the Panthers, Maybe even the 49ers could jump ahead of the Eagles. That could cause Penny Sewell to drop. I like Jordan Mailata, but I'd rather have Penny Sewell. Right. So, so if they I, if they can get him, I would take him. Easy. Um, that's my that's my favorite player in the draft. I'm drafting um, him. Easy. I'm I'm taking him because there's literally zero. Zero percent chance he's not good. Like zero. He's going to be good. Well, we've said that about Luke Jokel back in the day. I didn't say that. <laughs> a lot of people did. <laughs> There's zero percent chance this guy is not good. Yeah, zero. So like, I, I mean, even if I, I saw some people, I don't think he has like the longest arms. So I saw some people say he can't play tackle. I don't, I don't agree. But 
okay, worst case scenario, he can't play tackle. He will dominate a guard. I yeah. don't care. And then we'd have Jordan Mailato over at left tackle, who's, I think, better than Andre Dillard. Mm-hmm. So I kind of want Eagles to trade him. Um, but yeah, so trade back. I like Sertain a lot. I think the main struggles for a lot of Philadelphia last year was their corner, their second corner to be specific. Um, Darius Slay, yeah, he had a he had a few rough couple games, but he was going against DK Metcalf, uh, <laughs> right. Devontae Adams. He, he was going against the top top five receivers like in five straight weeks. It was insane. So I think uh-huh. he'll be better. Um, I think Jim Schwartz defense being out the door. Uh, uh, people really like this. Uh, new defensive coordinator from the Colts, but so I like a I like a corner, or if you have a chance to get a wide receiver that you know is going to be a stud, so mm-hmm. as that or Penny Sewell, um, then you know drafts whatever you can in the second round. You just got to hit in the first two picks. That's what they have to do. First three picks now, or first four picks because they have two in the third round. If they hit on three of those, I'm fine with it. The Eagles could honestly make the playoffs with Jalen Hurts. I wouldn't mm-hmm. be surprised. Yeah. I agree. They got to stick to the <laughs> run. Because the division. Yeah, they have to stick to the run. The offensive line's got to stay healthy. They had to. They have to scheme a way to get Jalen Rager open. Um, because if you can't scheme him to get open, you shouldn't be play call. You shouldn't be calling plays in the NFL. Simple okay. as that. Um, so it's it's a, it's weird, but it's like I'm excited because the Eagles could get have the same exact record as they do this year. But at least it's going to be different, and it's going to be exciting. Doug Peterson kind of was just like, it was boring, the same old, same old, and it was just complete regression. So Mm -hmm. I'm excited. Bring back Kelly Green. That's all I got to say about it. All right. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. All right. Uh, Super Bowl, Tom Brady. I mean, I don't even want to talk about it. I mean, what can you say? Like, Where did old Gronk come from? I don't get it. Now he looks fast again. Like it's just, it doesn't make sense. Then it's, it's you can't explain it. What can you say? Avocado it's hard to make it. It's hard to make it to the Super Bowl, let alone make it ten times and win seven. So, just, just I don't know. He just finds ways to win. The Bucks are, you know, their defense. The defense was MVP of the game um, by far. And Todd Bowles, great coach. Pass rush. The Chiefs offensive line, like you said, they couldn't do anything at all. They could not block at all. And, uh, yeah, it just it was not a good game. They A lot of the jokes were, oh, he looks like Carson Wentz out there because there was literally no blocking. Um, mm-hmm. And can we also stop with the Mahomes hype that a incomplete pass is the number 100th best play in the NFL this year? Like, that... Yeah. that that play was cool. Like he made it diving and it hit the dude right in the head, but he dropped it. It was like when, when we saw the RG three top 10 plays after he won rookie of the year and he got lit up, fumbled and it just happened to go into a Washington player's hands and he returned it for, and he took it for a touchdown. Like that's not a, it's not a good play. It was an incomplete pass. It was a great pass, but it's not the hundredth best play. Like that's just insane. It's when Odell makes catches in pregame. It doesn't count. No, it doesn't count. But the NFL, that's that's their uh, face of the league. So that's called marketing. They really showed <laughs> him a lot of love for losing. It, it was pretty crazy. Yeah, I mean, it's sort of like the LeBron treatment. Get a lot of love, even if you're not winning the championships. And I'm a LeBron <laughs> fan. But... Right, you're you're losing, and you're still you're getting more attention than winners. 
Yeah. It, it doesn't make any sense, but uh, I think they were just tired of talking about Brady because he, has, he has he become more likable to you. Um, his social media team is likable. That's for sure. Yeah, when they you do. Know, so shout to them when they play many men. <laughs> yeah, so you know, shout to them. I still don't like Tom Brady, but hey, I, you know, always respected him. He's a winner. It was such a crazy stat that the players that scored touchdowns in the Super Bowl were Gronk wasn't on the team last year until like this offseason. Leonard Fournette, he was picked up right before the season started. Antonio Brown. Right. Like, not Mike Evans, not Chris Godwin, not even Scotty Miller, <laughs> not Ronald Jones, not even Cameron Bray. Just dudes they added. People want to play with winners and Tom Brady. That's it. That's simple. You feel like you always got a chance with him. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Was, I mean, there's not much to talk about with the Super Bowl. It wasn't even a good game. The halftime was show terrible. wasn't even – I didn't watch that at all. I don't it watch the commercials anymore. So no. they got to they gotta do something. They had to do something. It didn't feel like the Super Bowl, as we mentioned last episode. It, it just was eh. But the funny part was Antoine Winfield throwing up the deuces to uh, Tyreek Hill. That was funny. Highlight of the game. And they find him for that. Ridiculous. <laughs> well, they find don't they find Tyreek Hill for doing it anyways too? I'm not sure. But I like the quote. I don't know the exact quote, but he was just like, I mean, he backflipped into the end zone on us. You think I wasn't gonna take? I wasn't gonna get it back. Right. Right. You have to. <laughs> he stunted on you. You get him back. All right. Let's go to the know your role segment. Hold on. Oh, whoops. That's the wrong button. Let me go to number two. The know your role segment. There we go. <laughs> um, speaking of going from the Super Bowl to Super Bowl trophy, everyone saw they were on a boat parade. It was, it was like the first boat parade in years that it wasn't had to do. It did not have to do with Donald Trump, and it was in Florida, and they were celebrating the Super Bowl. Tampa Bay Buccaneers won, and they're all on boats. And Tom Brady's intoxicated as shit. Like it was funny to see how drunk he was. But he's on one boat with the Lombardi trophy and just like swinging it and then chucks it to the boat behind him. And it was caught. Nothing lost. And what what's their names? The Silversmiths? I don't know her real name. Something like that. That's just, that's just what she refers refer to her, her family lineage. Oh, you know? uh, okay, okay, okay. And she was so upset that Tom Brady would have the nerve to throw the Lombardi trophy to his teammates in celebration when he could have lost it. And her grandfather worked really hard to make the first one and is very disrespectful for him to do that. Give me a break. She was being so dramatic. And now, she, I mean, I'm sure she's getting the attention she wants. And it's not, it's not good attention. Um, stop. I, I I actually couldn't believe it. I thought it was parody. I thought it was an episode of The Office. It was it, it was that type of statement. And uh, I just we got seventy year old white women that want clout. Like when does it end? Like we gotta just ignore these people. This shit is too easy to make fun of. Saturday Saturday Night Live would be like, nah, it's too easy. I don't want it. I don't want to touch it. Like stop. It's, why are people looking for something to get pissed off at? 
<laughs> Seriously, she says she wants an apology. Like, no, nah, no, nah. no. I'll, I'll be mad. I'll be mad if Tom Brady apologizes. Like, sorry, you have hurt feelings for no reason. That's the apology. Grow up. You want free TB12 diet for a year? That's probably what she wants. <laughs> yeah, she needs those TB12 vitamins, man. That's what it is. Make her less cranky, Just, make her look 60 right. instead of 70. Put you in a whole better mood. Have you killing it in shuffleboard. <laughs> all that shit. Just taking your game to another level. Oh, my God. That's funny. That is funny. Uh, so, yeah, know your role. Stop looking for things to get pissed off about, especially when they have nothing to do with you. You didn't work hard right. to make she the trophy. Didn't make it. That's the thing. Like, if the dude that made it was like, all right, like, chill, bro. She's just some random woman that happens to be related to the guy. Like, I my oh. my grandfather, like, he he made it. Like, the first one. Not that one, but just the first one. So, respect me. Who the fuck do you think you are? It's it's so annoying. All right, anything else you want to talk about for episode 86? No, nah, man, it's just depressing times, you know? Football's over. We're in the middle of the basketball regular season, which I'm really into, but most people aren't. <laughs> and, um, well, soccer's going on. Champions League is back, so shout to Chelsea. But, you know, just hoping that, uh, you know, the, well, we don't even know the Steelers with uh, Big Dad. So just waiting to hear back about that, see what's going on with him, and then hopefully, um, you know, the draft comes fast. Seriously, we need it. It's about a, two months away. It's depressing. Pro Day is going to come up. Combine, they're not even they're not doing it. So mm-hmm. it's going to be a lull. It is. There's nothing to talk about. So we're going to start <laughs> talking the, about the like. Go ahead. I was going to say, we're going to start talking about the Call of Duty League. That's it. That's all we got. <laughs> you see that double kill? Yeah, it was sick. All right, that's it. See you guys. <laughs> all right. So that's it for episode 86 of the Know Your Old Podcast. Uh, follow us on iTunes at, at Know Your Old Pod. Subscribe to us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, all that good stuff. Peace. Au revoir.